Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Chris Carter and your boy Q. We're going to play an old game we used to play, cap or no cap. Rookie awards, quarterbacks, and teams, all different things. We're going to, you're going to, we're going to get questions on. We're going to answer them all right here on the Friday edition. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with your boy Q. We're the host of the Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders podcasts. Um, and we're here bringing you the Friday edition of Locked On NFL. Um, as always, you can find this show on your favorite podcasting app and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed on YouTube. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to not just get us, but all of the Locked On NFL hosts Monday through Friday as we talk about all things here in the NFL. Q, how you doing? Yeah, man, I'm fantastic. Ready to rock and roll, man. Uh, we haven't played cap or no cap in a long time, so I'm ready to get into it. Absolutely. So for those who, uh, those who might not remember... Cap or no cap is a game that Q and I play where we pose a we pose a topic, we pose a question, where as if it's a truth. And if uh the other person feels like we're capping, then we're then they, they call us out. And capping means just means lying. So uh we, and if but if they think it's the truth, they say no cap. So we're gonna get into that here. We're gonna lead off talking about potential rookie awards. So last last year. Uh, you you saw you saw the rookie awards go out. Uh, Sauce Gardner won Defensive Rookie of the Year. Garrett Wilson uh, won Offensive Rookie Rookie of the Year. And then I believe Rookie of the Year was also Sauce Gardner. Yes, um, from the PFWA uh, when it came, when it came to that award. Um, so I, I look you look at that and you're like, okay, interest interesting there. But who's gonna win these awards this year as far as offensive and defensive player awards? I'm gonna start off with offensive player player of the year. And this is an interesting question because I think that there's you could easily go with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are often attractive players for for what they're going to do. Uh, but oftentimes quarterbacks, can be put in systems where they're kind of behind the learning curve and they have to do, they have to do a whole lot for offensive players though. I'm going to go with a player who I think is going to get a lot of touches and a, and a lot of big plays. And that's Bijan Robinson. I think that he's going to be in a system with the Falcons where they're going to get him a lot of feeds and he's going to be a big playmaker. Won't be a really good team. I think this year, but I think that he's going to be the guy that makes a lot of really big plays and everyone's just like, yep, that's why he was drafted eighth overall. So you am i capping by saying Bijan robinson will be our 2023 2024 uh nfl rookie of uh, offensive rookie of the year no i don't think you are capping i think Bijan robinson is really that that good of a player right i think he's going to be exceptional for the falcons uh, i don't know if that was their biggest priority as they were drafted him at number eight overall like you mentioned but he's still a really stinking good player and he's going to be uh, an immediate upgrade to that at falcons offense so no i don't i don't think you're capping at all and and i can't wait to see exactly what he he's able to do in that Atlanta offense. I mean, he's more than a running back. He's a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield. He actually ran better routes than half the wide receivers there at the University of Texas while he was there. He has really good hands, so uh, I think that he's going to get the ball in his hands a lot uh, from just handoffs, uh, dump offs out of the backfield, but also running really complete routes. So, yeah, Bijan Robinson, in my opinion, is a full meal deal package. So, yeah, no cap for me. I believe that he will get Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2023. All right, Q, give me your defensive rookie of the year. 
Ooh, defensive rookie of the year. Now that's going to be a good question. I'm going to go with a guy who I think that uh, was probably the best defensive back in the in the draft. And I know exactly uh, who you're picking. <laughs> I thought that uh, he had an opportunity to to really make some big plays. You know what? Actually, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. Okay. I, I was going to go with Devin Witherspoon, but then I remembered mm-hmm. I remembered that there was a guy that I actually like better because he's going to make more plays on the ball. And I think that those plays on the ball are, is what's going to give him more, 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 uh, more attention. And that's going to be Emmanuel Forbes. He went in the first round, Ooh. Washington. He went earlier than most people expected, including myself. I thought he was going to be a late-round first pick, potentially a second-round pick. So... I'm going to say Emmanuel Forbes is going to be Defensive Rookie of the Year, uh, and it's going to be similar to the mold of uh, what Sauce Gardner was a year ago. And I think he comes up with five interceptions his rookie year. Am I capping or no capping? Sorry, you're capping. As much as I like him, I like the Emmanuel Forbes hype. I I, I thought he'd be an, an, an attractive guy. I think that he's going to develop into a very good player in the NFL. But I think he needs to fill out his frame a little bit more. He's very light, and I think that that's going to lead to some problems in his first year as he's adjusting to the NFL. If you had said Devin Witherspoon, I would have said no cap. I was going there I first. Think- I was going there first. <laughs> yeah, when, when you said this guy's defensive, I was like, yep, he's going Devin Witherspoon. He was, uh, And that, that was where I was thinking, too. Yeah. I'm like, you love Devin, Devin yep. Witherspoon. He's going to be his guy. So you you went off the reservation. You were making a, an aggressive pick. You're well, because I think that Emmanuel Forbes, Emmanuel Forbes is going to make more plays on the ball. Right. So I think mm-hmm. that just like Tariq Woolen a year ago, he had what five interceptions for Seattle and he was a guy that was heavily considered. He was a fifth round pick, heavily considered for defensive rookie of the year. And obviously Sauce Gardner got it, but he had good ball production as well. So I just think that that ball production means a little bit more. So I'm definitely not capping when I'm talking about Emmanuel Forbes. I do believe he's going to end up being defensive rookie of the year for Washington. All right. Who's your who's your overall rookie of the year? Oh, man. That's a good question. Overall rookie of the year. How about, ooh, man, you already, we already gave you B. John Robinson. We gave you Emmanuel Forbes. Um, Anthony Richardson. Indianapolis Colts, ooh, Anthony Richardson. Like rookie like of this. the year. Has a lot of production as the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think sooner rather than later, if not day one, he'll be the starter. Am I capping or no capping? I actually say you're not capping. And here's why, Q, because of his athleticism, I think the Colts are going to just turn him loose at some point. I think they're going to be like, I think the Colts, they have some pieces that are good. They have some things that are positive about them, but they need someone that's going to, I don't think they're going to have the full structure of a team. They're still rebuilding. They're still figuring things out. And Anthony Richardson's profile, he's fast. He has a cannon arm. That is just hyping me up for a guy who's going to make a lot of big plays to keep them in games or to just kind of get on the highlight reel. Like the Colts are, I think the Colts are going to be a bad team this year. I think they're going to be a rebuilding team. But I think the big thing everyone's going to look at and say, oh man, Anthony Richardson. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're looking at there. And he'll make a lot of mistakes. I think that he'll, he'll get caught up and make some turnovers. But everyone will be so wowed by the plays that he does make that I think that he gets in that conversation and everyone's like, whoa. And whereas I think Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, they'll do fine where they're at. I think that they'll even be better quarterbacks per se. But I think that when people look at at the end of the at the end of the rookie season, I think Anthony Richardson, the reins will come off him a little bit more because I think that 
they're going to be letting him kind of figure things out be, and using his athletic traits a lot more to fill in things. So I like that pick. I'd say you're not capping with him as Rookie of the Year. I'm not capping. I'm definitely not capping. I think he's going to be Anthony, uh, Anthony Richardson will be the Rookie of the Year. And the thing about it is this. All the quarterbacks that were drafted early, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, even Will Levis will throw him in there even though he's a second-round pick. They're all not going to be good, right? I mean, there's 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 – Never been a, a like all four quarterbacks are going to be, oh, man, they're going to all be really great. Like somebody's not going to be good. Maybe it's Bryce Young. Maybe it's C.J. Stroud. Hell, it could be Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. It could be any of those guys. I just think that Anthony Richardson's got the traits, and he also wants to prove everybody wrong who's doubting him and saying that those 13 games of starting uh, material that he had at, at Florida is not enough and that he's not going to be able to get it done. Um, I know that you can't really tell a whole lot from rookie minicamp, but he just – Seems like everything I've been hearing out of Indianapolis is that they really like what they see so far in Anthony Richardson. Again, it's super early. He's got a long way to go, and we haven't even hit preseason right. or training camp or any of that. But I just, if I had to bet on one of those guys to be successful and be that guy, I'm going to bet on Anthony Richardson. So, yeah, I'm definitely not capping. I think he ends up being rookie of the year uh, in 2023. Well, there you have it. I, I think we both agreed on some things. That's that's crazy to be doing on this. You disagreed show. on Emmanuel Forbes, though. You you weren't with me on Emmanuel Forbes. No, that was the, that was the one we didn't agree on. You agreed because you don't know about Robinson. DBs. You don't know about DBs. What do you mean? I don't know about. You don't DBs. know about you DBs. You, same, you and I had the same top DB in the draft this year. We both said Devin Witherspoon. I know, but you didn't. You don't know nothing about no no real DBs. Like I told everybody about Tariq Woolen last year, and he was a fifth round pick, and he was fantastic. So I, hey, look, I got an eye. I got an eye for DB I, talent. DBs I, win games. I, I I offer an olive branch and Q lights it on fire. Yeah, this it lighted on fire, just, man. I don't want it, man. Keep it, it over there in that corner. Keep it over there in that corner, he says. This is our relationship as co-hosts. Anyways, we got to do a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some quarterbacks with cap or no cap questions. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, all questions about them and we're, and comparing them to the field out there. But before we do any of that, I want to talk to you guys about the greatest the greatest protein bar in America, and that's Built Bar. Built Bar is, of course, the best protein bar. Why? Because they're tasty and they're amazingly good for you. And when you when you when I say they're tasty, these are these are these are protein bars that are covered in 100% real chocolate and inside that chocolate are all these different flavors that you can get depending on the built bar that you buy. When you go when you go get them, you can get cookies and cream, you can get double chocolate, you can get brownie batter, peanut butter brownie, churro, coconut almond, all these different flavors available from built bar and the best part about it, they're all healthy for you because they're only going to come in 130 calories four grams of sugar, but somehow fits 17 grams of protein. And so when you're eating a built bar, you're eating a tasty treat and you're getting none of the bad stuff and all the good stuff. So you can get your gains and your protein, but stick, stay close to a diet so that you're not taking on too many of the bad things that mess up your diet. And it, it, and today you don't have to go to built.com just to get them anymore. Now you can get them in your local Sam's clubs and Walmarts. If you go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section. You can pick up four bar boxes of built bars with flavors, flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate and coconut puffs. Or if you're in Sam's, club you can go in and pick up 13 bar boxes of, of, of built bars with flavors like brownie batter and churro trust me when you try built bars you'll thank me later because when you do you'll be trying the best protein bar in america back here on the friday edition of the locked on nfl podcast chris quarter your boy q q let's get into some quarterback talk here i got a i got a quarterback question for you right okay now. The AFC East. Okay. The Buffalo Bills have planted their flag as the top team in the division for the past few years after the departure of Tom Brady. They have they they, they feel like they're the next team that's going to own that division. But then here comes Aaron Rodgers. 
Q, cap or no cap, Aaron Rodgers comes in one year, leads the Jets to an AFC East title. Ooh, division title? Yeah, I'm going to say you're capping. I think they're going to be a lot Ooh. better. Uh, I like the Jets' defense. Obviously, I'm a big Sauce Gardner fan. I like Brees Hall coming back from the ACL injury as the running back. Of course, they have some really good weapons uh, on, on the outside as far as wide receivers go. Uh, they're continuing to try to bolster that offensive line to help out A-Rod, uh, A-Ron. But, uh, you know, I just... I'm not sold on on them being successful, especially early on, and it's successful enough to go and win the whole division. So I think they're going to have some hiccups, some bumps in the in the road. It's not just necessarily that easy just to go from one team and all of a sudden be successful with another team. And I know Tom Brady was able to do it and get it done, but Tom Brady is also Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers has one ring under his finger, right? He only has one title under his belt where Tom Brady was a different dude. So I think he's going to make them a lot better. He's obviously not Zach Wilson. He's obviously not Joe Flacco. He's obviously not Mike White. I mean, he's obviously a lot better than any of those guys combined. But I just think that it's going to be a little bit slow out of the gates getting to where they need to go. There's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of uh, folks that are just counting on them to go and run away at the division and represent the AFC, possibly even in the Super Bowl. I'm not buying all that hype. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have to stick around New York for at least a second year to be able to get that division title and make that deep run in the playoffs. So, yeah, I'm going to say they're a lot better this year. But I'm saying that you're capping when you say that they're going to win the division. Okay. Okay, you got a question here about Russell Wilson. Give me, give, give it to so me. So, what were you doing? Were you question? Were you capping or no capping? Oh, okay. Well, you didn't. You didn't tell me what capping. you were doing. I, 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 I don't believe in the Jets. Okay. I was absolutely capping. I think that the Jets. I think the Jets have some talent around them. I think Aaron Rodgers was the big name that you wanted at quarterback, but I think the Jets should have found a way to get a younger quarterback in there who they could develop with this younger roster um, and. And, and I mean, they, they ended up not giving up too much to get him. I get that, but man, like, I just I look at that situation there, and I'm thinking, like, if what what if they had what if they had found a way to trade up and go get you know Anthony Richardson or one of those top guys there, and what could that have done for the, for their offense? Um, I just I think that they missed an opportunity there to keep building with the young core. I just unless unless Aaron Rodgers has still got it, I may be misreading Aaron Rodgers' situation. I just I looked at what was happening in Green Bay and I'm like, man, I know they, they didn't give him all the best talent in the world or anything like that. But just all the darkness retreats and everything. I'm just <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm good. I'm good, especially, you know, but hey, who knows? I think the Jets, they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball that I think could really work. If Aaron Rodgers clicks, maybe they, they prove me wrong there. But OK, give me your question on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson will bounce back under Sean Payton and make the Broncos contenders in the AFC West. I still think they finished second, but he'll make them contenders in the AFC West because Russell Wilson will be the Russell Wilson that we all thought the Broncos were getting when they made the trade with Seattle. Cap or no cap? You're capping. Simply because I know that you don't believe in the Broncos like that. You cover the Raiders. Sean Payton. Sean Payton is a different animal. I know you don't believe in the Broncos like that. <laughs> don't, don't try to sell me on Sean Payton. Like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, Sean Payton's going to come save this franchise. No, sir. I think I think that the Broncos have good players on their roster. I think that they I think that Sean Payton is coming into a mixed bag of a situation that he's not going to have fun dealing with. I think that the Russell Wilson thing just didn't fit. And they've got some chemistry issues, and it's going to take time to dig out from that. I, I think similarly to the Aaron Rodgers situation, I think they reached for a an expensive quarterback, a big name quarterback, 
and it hasn't worked. And who knows? Like I said, maybe they can prove me wrong. Maybe there's just a, a few flip up of some switches and who knows? Russell Wilson's back at it and pulling off the magical stuff that he was doing for Seattle. But for me, I just I, I don't I don't see it happening there. I also think that they don't finish second in the division. I still think that that could be the Chargers um, as far as that. No offense to your Raiders. I think that the Raiders got some rebuilding and stuff to do uh, with Josh McDaniels. I'm also not a big Josh McDaniels guy. Uh, and you and I both know I'm not a Chargers guy. You're not a Chargers guy. They Every year, they, hey, this is the year. They are the super talented team that's going to make it to the playoffs and make a big run. And then they fall flat on their faces like they give up a 30-point <laughs> in the playoffs to the Jaguars. But uh, – yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say you capping. Are you capping there? I was capping, and the only reason I was capping, it wasn't have anything to do with Sean Payton because I do believe Sean Payton's gonna get that team turned around. I really do. Uh, I remember the day that that they hired Sean Payton. I went on uh, the podcast and the radio and was like, "Hey, uh, beware! Sean Payton is in the division now. That's gonna make a difference for Denver." Problem is, is I don't know how quickly he's gonna get it turned around. I think they're gonna show signs of being better this year, but I think especially early on in the season. I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. And I don't know if Russell Wilson is really that dude. I don't know if Russell Wilson is really hmm. Sean Payton's dude. I think, and this is what I've been hearing out of Denver, and obviously Cody Rourke would know a lot better, host of Lockdown Broncos, but uh, I feel like that this is a make-or-break season for Russell Wilson. Like, if he doesn't get it yeah. and click with Sean Payton, then he could be on the outside looking in. And I don't know the financials. Like, it takes a lot smarter guy than me to look at the financials and figure out how they can get out of that contract, what they can do. I know that that's a lot of money that they've uh, given him and signed him to an extension that they really didn't need to sign him to. But I just think that if it doesn't work with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson this year, uh, there could be some massive changes going on in Denver. So, yeah, I was capping not because of Sean Payton, but because of Russell Wilson. See, I knew you. I knew you was capping <laughs> because of Russell Wilson. You tried to throw me off your set with that Sean Payton nonsense. Just Get saying. out of here with that. Um, all right. So, one more quarterback question here. Will Patrick Mahomes win MVP again? Ooh. Ooh, man. Hit me with two two conversations in the AFC West. And I don't wanna I don't wanna go against Patrick Mahomes because well, everyone's gonna say, Oh, he's going against him because he covers the Raiders, this, that, and the other. I just think that at some point someone else is gonna win the the MVP. I thought he's last got, year he's got two already. I, I thought I know. I thought last year Jalen Hurts was gonna uh, win the MVP. He got injured. Apparently, when the voting came down, it wasn't even close, and Patrick Mahomes was a, a runaway, uh, you know, winner of it. So, will he win? Oh man, um, I'll wait. Did you say will he win, or did you say he will win? I said he will win. Okay. Um, you know what? I I think that you're. I don't think. I think you're not capping. I think you're not capping. I think that you're going to go with the odds and go with the the town favorite and go with the the NFL favorite and Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, I felt like. Jalen Hurts was going to win last year. He didn't even get close. So, yeah, you're not capping. You you believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP again. Again. Sir, I indeed am capping. Really? Who do you think is going to win it then? I think it's going to be one of three guys. Okay. I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Okay. I think it could be Josh Allen. Ah. I think it could be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow I can get on board with. I, I think Jalen yeah. Hurts is going to maybe take a step back, not because of his skill, but I think the team is going to take a little bit of a step back. Uh, it's very hard to come back after losing the Super Bowl and bounce back and still be that same team, uh, right, as Cincinnati. I mean, even though Cincinnati played at a high level, they still seem like they weren't quite the team that they were when they lost to the Rams. I think that it's just a, it's a natural progression. Plus, the Eagles lost a lot of players, particularly on the defensive side of things, but they lost a lot of players and coaches this past offseason. So I think that that team takes a slight step back. 
Uh, so I don't think Jalen Hurts is in the running for the MVP. And Josh Allen, man, I, I feel like he's – I don't want to say he's starting to slip, but the Brian Dayball not being his coach anymore effect, I believe, is real. So I can get on board with mm. Joe Burrow, and that's actually probably a really good pick to win it. He probably should be the favorite. I don't. I didn't look at the FanDuel.com uh, lines on on who's the MVP or you know who's the favorite to win the MVP. But if I was guessing, if I was a betting man right now, like I am on Locked On Bets, I probably would say that Joe Burrow should be the favorite, if not one of them, like top top two, top three. Yes, sir. That's 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 where I'm thinking right there. Is that I think that Joe Burrow could be could, could be that guy this year. Um, and, and I I just also think odds wise, Mahomes is going to be around for a while, man. And like, if he wins his third now, like I just, how many MVPs is he will, will he win before his his season, his career is over? Man, uh, with it with with it being as early as it is, so that's why I went there. I just it is it's not a disrespect to Patrick Mahomes; it's just a respect for how many talented quarterbacks are in the NFL right now. We're gonna switch it up here in a second, and we're gonna do some team cap or no caps. We're gonna go over some top teams in the NFL and where we see them some falling. We'll get to that in just a minute here. Stick with us right here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Chris Carter and your boy Q. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with your boy Q. We're both hosts here on, you know, on the Friday edition of the show. Q, let's get to some. Cap or no cap questions about some NFL teams. Okay, what you got? I'm going to lead off here. The Philadelphia Eagles will not repeat as NFC East champions. As everyone knows, nobody wins that division back-to-back years. It's going to be the Cowboys. The Giants made a big step up last year. I see one of them taking over. The Eagles still going to be a top team. NFC East is just going to be loaded and tough to beat this year. But I just don't see the Eagles repeating. I think someone takes the step up, and we're talking about one of those other teams going into the playoffs. That's definitely no cap. There's no cap involved there at all because, yeah, the you're right about the, the division winner is never the same in back-to-back years. It just doesn't happen like that. I mentioned in segment number two that Philadelphia lost a lot of players, especially on defense in the offseason. Season, they lost both their coaches, offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. One went to Arizona to be a head coach. The other went to the Colts to be a head coach. Matter of fact, uh, their offensive coordinator that went to the Colts has an opportunity to get Anthony Richardson and mold that young man as a, uh, a quarterback. So uh, having that experience with Jalen Hurts is probably going to help Anthony Richardson and the Colts uh, in, a long, in, a, in a major way. So, yeah, no cap there. Philadelphia is still a really good team, but most likely Dallas wins the uh, NFC East as far as I'm concerned. Maybe the Giants, not the Commanders, even though they'll have Defensive Rookie of the Year in Emmanuel Forbes on their squad. Boom, you like how I put all that together. Here we go. No cap. I You got it right. I wasn't capping. I, and it's, again, it's not a disrespect to the Eagles. I think they're still a talented team, and uh, Howie Roseman's done a heck of a job adding to that group. And I think that the Eagles in the long run are still going to be just a, a heavy hitter in the NFC. But I think that this year there's going to be a little bit of growth for some of the young guys. You know, like some of the Georgia guys we're talking about, they still need to do some growing. They yeah. still need to fit in uh, t- together. You know, Jalen Carter, let's see how he fits in. Jordan Davis has to fit in more this year. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think, again, they'll be they'll be good for the long term. And they'll still make the playoffs. And they may even go farther in the playoffs than the Cowboys or whoever wins the division ahead of them. I just think that someone else is going to win the division this year because of the odds. All right. Q, you got a question about the Chiefs here for me. Yeah, the I'm Chiefs. Gonna tell, I'm gonna, the Chiefs are going to 
Let me give you a good one. The Chiefs are not only going to win the AFC West for like the 15th millionth time in a row, but they're going <laughs> to win the whole AFC. They're going to represent in the Super Bowl, in Allegiant Stadium. They're going to represent the AFC in Allegiant Stadium for the upcoming Super Bowl in February this upcoming year. Cap or no cap? Reading your eyes. Huh. My eyes don't tell anything. You're capping. I think that you. I think that you like like Joe Burrow. I think that you like some of these other teams in the AFC. And while the Chiefs, they've been dominant. Like I said, they'll they'll win the division again. They'll be a front runner. But I think that you believe in the chaos that can happen with really good teams and how loaded the AFC AFC is in general. And that someone is going to bump off the Chiefs this year, and they will not repeat as champions. Am I correct? You are correct. And most, I mean, most importantly, you're correct because it's so hard to repeat, right? It's so hard to go back to the Super Bowl. And on top of that, it's at Allegiant Stadium. You want to talk about the biggest uh, disrespect to the Raiders, right? Is if the Kansas City Chiefs, the hated rivals, go into your stadium and represent in your stadium for the Super Bowl, which is a possibility. Don't get me wrong because they're going to be a really good team. But man, oh man, that would be such a slap in the face to the Raiders. But in, on the real, I just think it's really hard to get back to the Super Bowl for a second year in a row. You've got the target on your back. And I know they've got the target every year anyway because they're so sticking good. But there's a reason why teams don't repeat very often. It's just so hard to do it. So, yeah, I just think that somebody will trip them up. Is it the Bengals? Possibly. Is it, you know, the Bills? Possibly. Not likely, but possibly. You know, could Miami all of a sudden step up and be a, that much better of a team? Is Tua going to be healthy? He's been adding. You know, maybe, possibly. You know, who knows? There's, there's just always, you know, somebody that steps up and all of a sudden is some really good team that maybe we didn't even see coming. Right, so uh, I'll, I'll say that the Ravens now that Lamar yeah. Jackson's contract, and they got a different, they got a new style of offense, right? Maybe that yep. new offense that new they got OC. under Todd Monken is going to be that much better, and all of a sudden elevate them. So yeah, I just think that there's there's so many options out there, teams that could represent the AFC. I'm going to say that uh, you know I was definitely capping when I say that the Chiefs are going to win the uh, the whole conference. So there you go. There you go. There you go. We're seeing each other here. See, I just read your eyes. You that didn't gave it away. You can't even like, read. That's what, that's what it was. What do you mean I can't read? You that's Keon Myers right there. That's because I told you what my government name is. You can't really read, so you can't you can't read like my eyes because you can't read you want, anything. I know the RE album right behind your head. That's all right. That's because I told you it was there, just like I told you Erica no, Badu you didn't. was there. You've never told me. I've told I've told everybody that it was there. You've never told me that. I've told I've yeah. told everybody. All right, give me your I'll third team, you man, before I tell you that I'll I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't know. I just made it I'll up. tell you this. this. This is what I'm going to tell you for my last, our last cap or no cap question. All right. The Green Bay Packers, who finished eight and nine last year with okay. Aaron Rodgers, okay. are going to have less wins this year than they did last year. They were eight and nine last year? Yes, sir. Okay. So you're saying that they're going to only win at least seven. At the most seven, as you should say. At the most seven. Ooh. Anyway, uh, you messed it up. You, I don't, don't even know care. Music and you coming at me about reading? Get out of here. I, 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 didn't, I never said I could ever. sing. I never said I could sing or I'm musical. I just said that you can't read. Um, Couldn't even get to the trumpet part. I don't need the trumpet. Didn't you play trumpet back in school? Yeah, I have a trumpet somewhere around That's here. why I didn't get to the trumpet part, because I thought you were irrelevant. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. And I'm not, not going to diss me like that. And I'm not capping. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, getting back to the task at hand. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, the win, you're gonna, you think they're going to win less than they did, right? You said seven. Okay. Um, I think you're capping. I think they're going to win at least eight. I think they're going to get at least the same record that they had a year ago with Aaron Rodgers. I actually think Jordan Love's going to be good. Um, he's going to take a little bit. Like he'll, They'll probably be a little slow out of the gates, but I do think that they'll get on a little bit of a roll, maybe week four, week five, start you know start clicking a little bit better. So, yeah, I'm going to say that they're going to win at least eight games in 2023, uh, and Jordan Love is going to, you know, he's, he's going to have a, a really good season, and, and the Packer fans are going to have faith that that guy could take the take the torch and run with it, uh, life after Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, yeah, I think you're I think you're capping on that one. How about what, what what were you doing besides looking for your trumpet? I, I by the way, I pulled it out for those who are watching on YouTube. I did pull actually pull out my trumpet right on camera. Nobody uh, wants to hear about sir. you pulling out a trumpet on camera. Come on, man, this is a family show. Keep it clean. What? The, literally a trumpet, a a, a mini trumpet. I know that I, that I pulled out a pocket trumpet, as as, as it's called. It had valves and everything. Anyways, <laughs> sir. I am completely capping on this. Really? I think the Packers, I think that the Packers have not done a good job supplementing their whole roster. I think that Aaron Rodgers was a big part of the big part of their success as much as he was also a big part of their downfalls. Right. I don't know if Jordan Love is ready to just take over the reins with the offense as is and for them to just go out and rock and kill it this year. I think that they I think that in a couple of years they'll be back in that conversation. I I just think that Jordan Love he'll be he could work his way to being a good to above average quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be elite. I think that he's going to be. I think that this year is going to be sort of a let me get used to starting all the time. Right. And the, the one time we saw him as a starter, he was so so. It was just kind of meh. And uh, I, to me, I need to see before I commit to this team saying that they're going to do this, that, and the third, and they're going to win, they're going to have a winning record. I got to see him do more than what I saw him do last year. And just frankly, I think that, or not last year, the last time he played, but frankly, um, uh, I just, I think that the Packers, their divorce with Aaron Rodgers, it will work out for them in the long run. But in the short run, I think that they're, they're going to be figuring some things out this year and they're going to have a losing record. They'll get a high pick next year. And that'll be this, I think the start of the turnaround for green Bay to try to get back on top of the NFC North, uh, NFC North though. I think the Vikings and lions, they're going to be doing some damage and who knows, maybe Chicago actually finally gets to start beating up on the Packers for once. You know, and see, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that uh, the Packers will get at least four wins in the division this year. I think they'll sweep the bears. I really okay. do. I don't think Chicago's very good. And I think Chicago knows it. I think they'll split with the Lions, and I think they'll split with the Vikings. So that's four wins right there. They play the Falcons this year, so that's a win right there, I think, uh, even though B. John Robinson is going to be really good. I just think that they, they should be projected to win eight or nine games. Like I think that that should be uh, the projections. They're about, I think they have the 11th easiest schedule this year. And, of course, you know we never know how easy the schedule really is. Some teams will be better this year. Some teams will be worse this year. But – just how it is on paper right now, they're like the 11th easiest schedule. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that they're going to win eight or nine games in uh, 2023. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm – definitely, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going against you. It's okay, though. So we'll see who's right. It's probably going to be me. We, we, it's rarely you. It's always me. Is normally right. It's always what me. What are you talking about? I'm what always right. About? This is crazy. I'm always Anyways. right. And when I'm wrong, just remember that I'm always right. Okay. See, you see what he tries to do to y'all? He says, who are you going to do? No, I don't try to do it to y'all. I try to do it to you. 
There's nothing about y'all, anything. It's all I you. I don't fall for it. You, I know who you are. You don't I have to fall for it. It's, it's, it I say it, and it's set in stone. It don't matter if you fall, if you run, if you trip, if you do whatever you do. I'm just I'm telling you how a T.I. is. Tiz. That's, that spells tiz. I, I know. Okay. I know. I'm just looking at the camera to let them know I see through him. You should see through him, too. All right, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Q, you are capping, sir. I'm, You're capping about a lot of things here. I'm not. I'm no capping all so long. No capping in my mind. Ones I got right tonight. I knew every one that you was capping or no You did. Actually, on. you did. You were, you were pretty spot on tonight. So I know how he thinks. Anyways, this has been the Locked On NFL Podcast, the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. Q, let people know they can find you, follow you, get more of your work. Everything's on Twitter, man. That's your boy Q254. Uh, that's where I put out Locked On Raiders, Locked On Bets, Locked On NFL, Friday with Chris. Uh, always at your boy Q254 on Twitter. Uh, Carter Critiques, man. I know that's your Twitter, uh, but what, where, where can people find you at? At Carter Critiques is my Twitter and my Instagram. You can read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, where I cover all things Pitt Athletics. You can also check me out on Locked On Steelers, just like you can check out Q on Locked On Raiders and Locked On Bets and all the Locked On shows that, that Q does. Uh, and where all of our shows are found the same way. You can find us on whatever podcasting platform you use and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to this channel for all of the daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as all of the tons of extras stuff that comes on this channel from all of our Locked On NFL hosts. It's a, We are a really busy network that's always got stuff coming out. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Q and I will be back next Friday getting getting things down, teams heading into OTAs and everything like that. We're start, we'll get start to get some more looks from some of the, the young, te- young rookies coming in and working with their teams. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll play another round of no cap or no cap. We'll, uh, I'll be able to see through all of Q's lies yet again but from Chris Carter, you, boy, you really Chris, don't play the trumpet weekend, anyway you, you just tell everybody the truth you don't really play a trumpet I, I do play the trumpet I just pulled it I pulled it out from I'll, I'll pull it out from under the desk again <laughs> I'm not gonna play right now because it's literally midnight and like my neighbors would probably kick down my door and shoot me well, but excuses you know, excuses things, uh, ex- okay yeah yeah I'm, I'm making excuses <laughs> here mister I, I showed the can y- y'all see me play the trumpet and somebody I'll pull out my uh I'll pull out my pictures of when I when I was marching with the trumpet anyways thanks again for checking us out we'll be back next week Kevin Ostriker's back on Monday here on Locked On NFL